Welcome to the Wild 7 Podcast. I am your host for these crazy motherfucking apocalyptic times, Mr. Red. How you doing? I'm good. Everything good? Are your people healthy? Are you staying quarantined? Are you doing your thing? If you're listening to this uh, around the time of March 25th, 25th, 2020, uh, are you are you in your home? Are you streaming a lot of things? Fuck, I should have... Yeah, no, I have my phone with me just because I want to pull up some things I might have watched or... You know, whatever. But, you know, it's an interesting times, eh? Right? It's fun times, I guess. It's all about, you know, how you look at it. I mean, if you look at it from the perspective of these penguins in uh, certain zoos around the country that are being let out to look at the other animals, it's, it's a pretty fun time. It's a wonderful time. But if you look at it from the perspective of, of, of people that are, that are dying in hospitals and that are sick and stuff like that and miss their families because they have to quarantine or miss anybody or whatever, it's not so fun of a time, is it? But I don't think it's the apocalypse. Not yet. Again, the apocalypse doesn't happen until I say so. So I am your host, Mr. Red. I am the podcast host. And I am the filmmaker behind the film Debbie and the Devil, which should be coming very soon. It is a feature-length film. And uh, so if you've been following our journey, the Wild 7 journey, there's a fucking plane going by. Which, by the way, you know, we went with this podcast, let's get real. With, with this podcast, we... I first started this podcast in my home, which is right next to Santa Monica Airport, and there are all these fucking planes going by every once in a while. And at the beginning of the podcast, it was a thing. Like, we would be having a conversation, and a plane would go by, and we'd be like, oh, fucking plane, whatever. That was the thing. And then the other thing was my dog, Sasha, would sometimes interrupt the podcast. And then an interesting thing happened. I made a feature-length film, Debbie and the Devil. And in making the film, I managed to uh, link up with a group, uh, an amazing group called the Nightshade Collective, which is headed by Ashley Mendoza and April Mendoza, those two, and Alexa Morales, and Victoria uh, is also in the Nightshade Collective. And, you know, in making Debbie and the Devil, I thought, you know what? I mean, Mr. Red and Nightshade Collective have so much fun that... I should put this on the podcast. I should do a podcast of, of the fun that we have at this little movie studio called Wild 7 Studios, which has developed in the in the two years since we made Debbie and the Devil. And, you know, I just have to say, thank God or, or the universe, depending on your point of view, that we managed to get everything in the can and most of our post stuff done. Like, we're like 99.9% of you know done with debbie and the devil and we're fucking lucky man because like if we were making it and all of this happened while we were making it the production couldn't survive what are you gonna do i mean i was going down a, a thing of you know filmmakers in in reddit and and just the horror stories of you know and it's 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 weird because like the whole world has just stopped and I'm I'm kind of just you know enjoying my quarantine. I'm I'm watching Godzilla films. I'm writing more. I'm trying to get my exercise in so I don't become completely obese like Harvey Weinstein, which we'll get to. And um, and you know I'm just enjoying my quarantine. But it, it's a weird time because I mean the other thing is like look I'm pretty well connected out here because I've been here for a long time. You just if you if you're in LA and you're an active filmmaker even in the fil capacity of short films and music videos and stuff like that, 
you'll you'll you know collect a few people that you know and stuff like that and so i'm not really depend debbie and the devil isn't really dependent on film festivals so even in that respect we're lucky i mean i read a few articles about filmmakers that got accepted into south by southwest and that was their one shot of getting in front of the eyeballs of industry people and now that's gone and so it's a weird time i feel okay but that's of no concern to somebody that's not feeling okay. I'm not going to, you know, I, 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 I'm just handling all of this. And I'm trying to process things just the same way other people are processing it. Like, you just take it day by day. And hopefully this will all get curbed. I'm just, I'm just enjoying my quarantine. Fuck that. I don't want to go out. I don't want to get co- uh, coronavirus. And uh, fuck that. And another interesting sort of thing that has happened is if you've been following the podcast in particular since the Nightshade Collective came on, which again is April, Ashley, Alexa, and Victoria, uh, you will remember on the 100th episode, which was a big party, we stormed the offices of Hollywood and we we took uh, John Dushman who runs Hollywood and we tortured him and we, we, we had fun and stuff. And part of the fun was the girls actually, we actually put a, a curse on Harvey Weinstein wishing the coronavirus on him. And, you know, my good friend Rick was there, who, you know, is a filmmaker and does a podcast called Bumper to Bumper with Chris Candy, and it's really great, and I encourage you to download and listen and subscribe and all that stuff. Rick was there, and he said, yeah, that was fun. That's a, that's a fun thing, putting a curse on Harvey Weinstein, wishing the coronavirus on him. But Rick didn't know it was fun for me. It was personal. I had a personal reason for wishing the, the coronavirus on Harvey Weinstein. And, uh, and, and now he has it. And I'm happy. That's great. I think that's a wonderful thing. In fact, I would say Harvey Weinstein getting the coronavirus is worth all of the coronavirus. You know what I mean? Maybe the coronavirus was created just to get Harvey. Now, here's the thing. Okay, look. I'm going to tell you a story. And you can take from it what you like, but it could be fictionalized. It could be real. It could be not. I don't want to say anything libelous because even though some people are away, you never know. So I'm just going to tell you a story and let this be a warning to any of Wild Seven's enemies or to anybody that, uh, you know, let, let you, I'll let you take the moral from this story yourself. So once upon a time, I was uh, trying to make Debbie and the Devil. I did not meet the Nightshade Collective. Fucking my dog is outside. Hold on. I, I think I should let her in. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me... Uh, uh, I'm going to... I hate to just leave the microphone. And something is going on outside and the dog is going nuts. But um, but anyway, let's just ignore that because she's not out directly outside the door, which is what she used to do on this podcast, which was, you know, it was charming. And then one time I even yelled at her and that was not so charming. I really felt bad about that. But anyway, so before basically before I met April and the Nightshade Collective and we got Debbie going, I was going from production company to studio to this to that pitching Debbie and the Devil. I I thought at the time... I could get 
legit Hollywood money. I wouldn't have to make it independently. And the thing is, if you told me the production circumstances of Debbie and the Devil and the budget in which we made it, I would have said you're nuts. Like it has multiple locations. It has multiple characters, speaking parts and all this blah, 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 blah. And uh, practical gore effects. If you told me we were going to make it the way that we made it, I, I wouldn't, I would have thought you were nuts because I, you know, I was so, I found the prospect and of making a film independently so daunting and so scary before I had done it. Now that I've done it, I have a taste for it. I can do it again. It's not so scary. But anyway, I was going from production company to production company pitching Debbie and the Devil. And it's a part of the business. You got to do it. And I would just go, I would say, look, it's this story. It's multiple stories and they're all linked. It's kind of like Pulp Fiction, you know, but like, but it's, it's different. It's, it has fantasy elements. It's, it's, uh, it's its own thing. And people were very nice. Nobody was particularly mean or anything, but they would say, look, you know, you're, you're, uh, it's, it's not our cup of tea. It seems a little bit wild. Wild seven. So I had a contact and he knew a guy and I'm just going to use this name and you can take from it what you will. You can either look too much into it or not look enough into it. But I managed to get a meeting with a guy named Sharvi Schweinstein. Sharvi Schweinstein. And I was excited because I, I really enjoyed the films that this man produced. I thought he was a hero. I thought Mr. Swinstein was a hero. And so I went to his office. And the first thing that I noticed was um, his assistant did look really like a scared person. Like somebody that was like really abused. And, and I, I, it was weird because they had these mints on the desk. And mind you, I didn't know about these things that had come to light about Swinestein because subsequently a lot of things ha came out about this producer, Schwarvi Swinestein. And I didn't know these things. I was an innocent. I just thought this guy, maybe he had a little bit of a temper. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, you know, but I, I didn't know he was a, a, a monster. And so I remembered there were these mints on the desk of the receptionist and so i went to the receptionist and i said hi my name is nazred i'm here to see mr swinestein and she said oh um yes he'll, he'll see you in a second and then i said oh cool mints and then when i reached for the mints she flinched like i was gonna hit her and i thought that was very odd and then i realized it was because uh, mr swinestein was constantly like grabbing at her probably and stuff like that from the things that i've heard about him and stuff and she the poor girl and so I waited, and uh, I waited. I waited a lot, and I was just in the reception. And I don't know if you've seen the, the Irishman, but there's that scene where like this dude makes Al Pacino, who plays Jimmy Hoffa, wait, and he's like, "You, you, ten minutes, you're late," you know. And I was just sort of, sort of taking it in notes in my head because the thing is look i'm out here in hollywood I'm, I'm trying to make a movie i'm trying to make a bunch of movies i'm trying to produce a show i'm doing all of these things uh i gotta pick my battles like if somebody wants to keep me waiting for a bit because he thinks he's a hot shot well okay do it as long as we have a somewhat fruitful uh meeting or at least a peaceful meeting or a meeting of minds or what have you and so i'm waiting I waited for 30 minutes and finally the receptionist says, oh, Mr. Swinestein will see you now. 
I come into the office, opulent is the word that best describes this office. It was like everything looked like it was glass. Um, th there were walls, of course, but like I'm talking about like the furniture, everything had this like, like the desk was glass. They had these like uh, glass cupboards and stuff. And the first thing I notice is this motherfucker is wearing like in a, in a, what's it called? A, uh, uh, what's I hate the word wife Peter because I heard that's actually a racist thing but like you know like a tank top he was wearing a tank top and shorts and he had a robe sort of draped over the chair and I was just immediately taken aback by this but okay I just want to preface this this guy was not pulling a move on me I don't think that was his thing I think this guy really liked women and stuff like that but he, it looked like he was up to something skeevy and he needed like an hour or an hour or two to sort of calm down from his skeevy activity. And then, and then he was ready to see me. So I go into the office. He's like, you're, you're Nas Red? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, hi Mr. Swainsey. I'm, I, I must say I'm a big fan. And, you know, you want to be cool, but you also want people to know that, you know, their work kind of means something to you. And I heard that the protocol here is long time ago. I heard the protocol is, oh, I just love your work. I love your work. And, um... And he, I, I just said that. I was just like, I'm, I'm a big fan of your work, Mr. Swainstein. I, your, your films mean a lot to me. One film in particular is the reason I decided on filmmaking as a career path. Um, and uh, I'll leave you to see what that film is. And I love that filmmaker. And I will always love that filmmaker. And his films are uh, golden, godly films. And you know who I'm talking about. Or maybe you don't. But if you do, you know. I, and if you're listening, guy, I love you, man. If anybody, because this could be fiction, but it's not. There's an emotional truth here. And so I, there's like noodles and shit everywhere and, and take out everything and stuff. And so I sit down and he's like, so so what's this film, The Devil? I said, no, no, sir, it's it's uh, Debbie and the Devil. And it's, it's sort of an end. And then I sort of got a little nervous. And he was looking at me in such a way, like trying to intimidate me. Like, and I realized like this guy... Um, later on, they would to describe him, they would say he was a bully. And I realized he was trying to bully me. He was trying to look at me in a, such a way to intimidate me to get me to fold because I don't know why. Because maybe he's like insecure or something and he needs to like bully someone who's like professing to be a fan of his work. And so I, I sort of stopped. I was like, so Debbie and the Devil is like this. Info. And then I stopped. I was like, Mr. Swainson, why are you looking at me like that? It's like, what are you talking about? And I said, dude, you're like, really like, it's like you're trying to like peer into my my skull. Can you, can you not? Can you look at me like a person? And then right there, I sort of started to feel like, okay, this motherfucker wants to bully me. I'm the fucking bully. Fuck him, right? So I said, dude, you're looking at me like a fucking Martian. Can you like, just look normal? It's like, well, what's normal? And then I said, look, I, I'm going to cut to the chase here, okay? I need a budget for my film. It's a horror film. I think I'm pushing new ground. I think I'm doing amazing things with the horror genre and with the art of cinema. Are you going to help me? Are you going to put up the budget? And I said, why the fuck would I do that for a fucking Iranian? I said, excuse me? He said, you heard me, you filthy Arab. What the f And I was like, what the... Okay, okay. All right. And I just sort of, if you, can, you can't see me, but I just sort of nodded my head. My eyes were a little widened from this comment. I just sort of got up. And I said, okay, Mr. Swainstein. 
Um, I think you've made a big mistake. And I'm, I'm not the type to make threats. I make promises. You made a huge mistake. You made a cosmic error. And I'm just going to walk out of this office. And I'm going to be the bigger man here. But the consequences will meet you soon enough. And he just laughed. And he started like eating his noodles. And then the most peculiar thing happened. I, I looked at, at his chest. And he had, you know, like a fat guy. He has tits, you know. And I noticed on the 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 tank top like milk like it was like wet and like milk was coming out of the the nipple part and i was like ew you are so fucking gross dude how can anyone have sex with you and then it and, and then i realized like later when all this stuff came out about another uh, so uh, when stuff came out about someone i realized oh yeah because he's a rapist you know like that's how people have sex with him uh but anyway so uh, that's uh and and now long story short we ended up wishing I link up with the Nightshade Collective, and we end up wishing coronavirus on Harvey on Harvey Weinstein, which maybe has nothing to do with Mr. Swinestein, which could be just a story. You don't know, and I'm not going to confirm anything because I'm not saying anything. You see, I'm smart. But then, so we do the hundredth episode, and you know what? I I decided. You know what? This mo- this motherfucker Harvey Weinstein, he's a really bad dude. He's bad for cinema. I have declared him bad for cinema. And as Mr. Red, the the arbiter and judge of cinema, I put a curse on him. And so and and the thing is it wasn't something we took lightly. I spoke to April and Ashley and Alexa and Victoria at length like, "Okay, look, we're going to put a curse on a guy. This could destroy him if we put this curse on him." You know what I mean? Like if we put this curse on him that's it he's done he's got to cancel christmas hanukkah kwanzaa all that stuff he's done is this something we take lightly and i take it lightly but they don't no actually i don't take it lightly i i, I really thought about it because i really love the guys move the films that he put out he that he put out he didn't have anything to do with those movies really he was just a producer man and not like there's like good producers like april's a good producer she's the best producer in the world and there's other people that i know that are really really great producers but then there are other people that are just untalented fucks that just kind of like movies and there's like oh i want to be in movies you know i know people that would give their left testicle to have a film in the can uh and to be in post at the last stages of post at this moment in time and right now it's not looking good for them that ever happening good luck douchebag my enemies are nothing. I am the king, Mr. Red. And I love everyone. And I love you. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call uh, Ashley. Uh, and um, we're going to talk about the wonderful thing that we did. Putting the curse on Harvey Weinstein. And giving him COVID-19. Because I think that's a great thing. Hold on. Let me just... Call Ashley, please. I'm My phone is... Calling Ashley Mendoza home. Thank you. Hold on. Let me put it on the old MacBook Pro. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay. Can you hear? Can you hear the ring? Oh, I hope Ashley picks up.
Oh, she's not picking up. And then it doesn't look like... Your call has been oh. forwarded to an automated ah. voice messaging system. Okay, you know what? I'm going to call April. Sorry. Sorry for all that dead air. I apologize. I was concerned because the ringing wasn't patching into my headphones. Call April Mendoza, please. Calling April Mendoza home. Hold on. Hello. Hi, April. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Nas. Hey, hey well. it's, how's your quarantine going? Uh, it's going all right, I guess. <laughs> oh, don't be so down, Charlie Brown. We gave Harvey Weinstein COVID-19. Yay! <laughs> yeah! You're on speaker. Oh, I am? Hi, Ashley. Hey, now. Wow. So, you guys, let's reflect, okay? So, two months ago, I think. I don't know when we did the, the 100th episode. When was that? Do you guys remember? That was a long time ago. It was a bit ago. And like two months ago. And I, I, I just previously told the listener that we spoke about it at length, that we were doing something very serious, that we didn't take it lightly, right? Right. That, that look, this, this is going to possibly kill the dude. And, and we have to be okay with that because of his sins. You know what I mean? It's so funny, like, I'm good with it. Why, why did we even do that in the first place? Well, whose idea? Whose idea was this? I Who think it was mine because I like these things, <laughs> you know? But I explained to the listener that I had a, I had a sort of experience with someone that, that, that was named Sharvi Swinestein, and it could be a real person or not, but it might have something to do with it. It might be a little bit of revenge. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, girls? <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah but listen so you guys okay i just have to yeah. ask you so now that the listener knows our power like the proof is in the pudding you look at the timeline we gave him the curse and then months later he got coronavirus and you know maybe he'll die who cares but it took uh, a little longer than we anticipated but you know well, the bruja powers are still strong right what was what was that those powers called the bruja powers the bruja powers bruja. Can you please explain that to us? Oh, bruja means witch in Spanish. Oh, interesting, interesting. You guys, linking up with you has been the smartest thing Mr. Red has ever done, ever. Because I just love... For power. Yeah, because for power, exactly. Like, we, we have this amazing power. Okay, so Ashley, April, are there any ground rules now to the hexing, to the nightshade hexes? I mean, I'd say we try to stay away from using our magic <laughs> for evil, but I think it cancels out if you do it to somebody else evil, right? Right. At least for me. That's, yeah. That's my rule. What? I would say they have to keep deserving if we're going to use any sort of quote-unquote black magic on them. I understand. I understand. So actually, wait, so you're saying you don't do evil, but sometimes you do evil things to balance it out? Um, no, like I'm saying, I, I would, I wouldn't try to like manifest anything negative upon anyone just because supposedly it'll come back to you threefold or tenfold or whatever. So like, right. you never want to put anything bad out there. Right. But right. I think if it's doing something bad to somebody who deserves it, who is evil, then I don't think it's a bad thing. Like it just cancels out that exactly it comes back to me it's the karmic scales basically yeah yeah interesting like i would love someone to argue that he didn't deserve that yeah i don't think anybody would 
I think now the coronavirus will eat his body and he will remember our names. <laughs> I, 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 I will let him know. But you guys, okay, so so that's that's a good solid uh, thing. Do you guys want to, are you guys aware of technology and calling Victoria at the same time as this call? Yeah. Can you mm -hmm. do that? Yeah, we can add a call. Okay, right. okay, let's think, see if she I even think... picks up. This is a party. Okay, cool. Just we because I want to talk about some in cool, awesome things that have been developed in the Wild 7 Labs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> hey. Right, stand by. Okay. Oh, what's that? All right. Well, as April tries to figure that out, Ashley, um, yeah. I am super, super, super excited about this thing you are cooking that we will talk about. Yes. Okay. Um, April might need to. We're going to try to see if it'll put you on hold while we call her. Let's yeah. See. Sorry. You might be on hold. Okay, I'll just say stuff to keep myself busy. Um, right now, my my dog is uh, is barking outside. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm on hold. I wonder if they can hear me. Hello. Oh wait, no, I I'm like on hold, hold. Like I'm on the other side of their phone. I am, I am incommunicado, as they say in the army. I think. You know, it would be interesting if I was in the army. I think I'd be a really cool guy, but I would be very peaceful. I wouldn't want to hurt anybody. I think I would like to be like a medic or something. Hello? Ah. Oh, I'm getting a call from them. Hello? 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 <laughs> hey, I know what happened. That oh. was a fail. Oh, so Victoria can't be reached? <laughs> no, she can. I just, here, let me try this one more time. Okay. Back to me in the army. They would call me general helper, and I would help everyone. I would be a, like a medic. I, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't think uh, hurting people is good. And the girls are right. We shouldn't wish bad things on people. You know, but Harvey Weinstein was such a monster that we had to put a stop to them. Even beyond behind bars, he was a he was a monster. You know, and uh, to the end, Wild Seven defends the the innocent, and uh, Harvey Weinstein was not that. We are, and and to the end, Har uh, Wild Seven defends the the happy people. What the fuck am I saying? It's weird. Like, oh, I'm getting another. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey, Nas. Hey, so I don't think it's going to work with Victoria. Okay, well, you know what? Let's... Okay, you know what? This is what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to say some things, and then Ashley... Okay, look. The girls, Ashley and Victoria, I don't know if we've even spoken about it at length up until now. Oh, wait a minute. I think I just got a message from Victoria. Hold on. Let me read it. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. My phone just like isn't fucking working, man. Lol, lol. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, think, I think that's why it won't merge with the calls because she has like bad Wi Fi. So it's just like, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, normally oh, it would work. Okay. Well, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna preamble this for a second, and then Ashley, you take it away, and we're gonna we're gonna jam on this for a second because I have some thoughts and, and questions. Okay. <laughs> As we have done the Wild Seven podcast, we have noticed that the girls, April, Ashley, Alexa, 
who's quiet, but when she when she sings, she shines and she she shines <laughs> in her own way. Uh, and and Victoria, of course, who has prior podcast experience, we have found that all of these girls are complete naturals at the art of podcasting, <laughs> and they have developed and done a bunch of episodes of something with a very, very interesting, for me, and I think for a lot of dudes as well, but also women, because, I mean, it's hosted by Victoria and Ashley. It's called Simpin' After Dark, and it's them, yes, and it's them dissect, and forgive me if this isn't, if if this isn't totally accurate, but it's them dissecting songs and sort of relating it to their their relationship woes. Is that correct, Ashley? (laughs) Correct. You are correct. Yes. Naz. And you guys <laughs> launched it last night. Yes, last night. So um, it'll eventually be up on like Spotify and Google and like all that stuff. Right now it's just on SoundCloud, the first episode. But yeah, it's live and we just like pick a song, talk about it, uh, like pick apart the lyrics and then just relate it back to our experience with relationships and love and heartbreak and fuck boys and all that good it, shit it's truly fascinating and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm going to bring up a few topics that i've heard on the show one of them was when uh i was helping sort of audio engineer one of the shows uh mm-hmm. the guys that play the nice guy explain that to me oh yeah it's like nice guy syndrome it's like a dude um it's also kind of like a insole. I don't know if we've talked about that insole. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. But um, yeah, dudes that just like pretend to be really nice to a girl, like to get her to like them. And then when she doesn't like them, they're just like, well, fuck you, bitch. You're ugly anyway. Like, me, me, me. This is right. why you get your heart broken because you just like fuckboys. And I'm a good guy. Like, why don't you like me? I did everything right. It's like dudes that pretend to be nice. And then. They just turn into I complete feel. assholes. Have you had much? When you don't want to suck your dick, it's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's very interesting. <laughs> These are very interesting uh, perspectives. And I agree with you. No, but I, I do happen to agree with you because of the fact that I'm a guy and guys don't talk to me the way they talk to women. They talk to me quite honestly. And there, I, I have met guys that play that part but they're really just, they want some sort of sex thing or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, it's they're like not. Guys that just like hold a vendetta against girls that have just been like rejected so many times that they just like have developed a hate for women as a whole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Now, the other thing, okay. And, and listener, this is just an example of the, of the, of the firecracker conversations that are happening on Simpin' After Dark. Please like and (laughs) share and subscribe. But also, uh, last night on you and Vic's live stream, uh, by the way, the live stream started, and then I I logged on, but then my mom made dinner and she wanted all of us to eat dinner, so then I had to log (laughs) off. So then, and then I I watched... Yeah, and then I I popped in. One of the things that you guys were talking about was, uh, you know, experiences at work and getting unwanted sort of attention from customers or something, you know? Yeah. And how, how you deal with the, or, or just deal with any unwanted attention by saying you have a boyfriend. Yes. Right. That's like the only thing that usually works. Yeah. And then also there was, there was a, a, a topic coming up last night. I, if I, if you don't mind me talking about this, but you guys were yeah. talking about free ones and, 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 uh, or only fans or something. And then, oh, you, only fans. and then you guys yeah. said you tried to do it with feet, but it doesn't work. 
Like, we didn't try OnlyFans. We were just trying to make like a Instagram account with our friends' feet because she has very nice feet, and we wanted to sell feet pictures. And like it was when we all lived together, so we just like one night all like sat at the dinner table and we're like, like had different jobs, <laughs> just like hitting old men up and like trying to talk to them and being like, buy our feet pics. Yeah, it was like a whole fucking like perfectly executed thing our account got deleted in like an hour but what we tried fuck? so not perfectly executed it was hard it was actually a failure <laughs> okay that's that's see that is fascinating to me that is fascinating to me because the thing is i i have to say you guys are completely natural at it and you guys have a really great chemistry and i like listening to you guys so i'm really looking forward to more episodes and you know like just more content from from this sort of simpin brand it's cool i like it and also Thank you. Thank i just wanted to ask you one time you guys were recording and i was at the office i was at the studio and but mm -hmm. i was just kind of doing my own thing and you guys were just recording i think you guys were like knocking out like three episodes or something like that mm -hmm. and i remember you know how the one of the office the office in which we record the podcast uh there's a hole in the door and then, oh, yeah, the and, yeah, no and then I remember I looked through it and then I was just afraid <laughs> that you would make eye contact with me and you would see my eyeball looking at you. So I like pulled away. But while I did that, no. you were singing that weekend song. We've been on the da, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you explain what is that song about? On chill. Um, that's actually our second episode, so it's a little uh, preview for whoever hears this. But um, it's about just uh, I don't know, like being in a relationship with someone, but like not like a actual relationship where it's just like taking it easy and like not having to put labels on anything and just knowing that like the love is there and like you fuck with each other, but like nothing's official. Right. But right. I was just talking about how like I think it's kind of an excuse for people that have been hurt before to just use that as like a like defense mechanism yeah i feel you you know what i'm saying but, yeah no no no, no. I, I i definitely feel you like using using what wait wait be, uh, using the uh like people that like have been hurt before so then like the next time they go and start talking to somebody and catching feelings instead of being like yo i like you let's be together it's like oh yeah let's just keep it chill you know just go with the flow like no labels like you do your thing i do my thing and it's just like you just that's, pretend that it gets hurt. Yeah, that's you know, a, that's you really are still hurting yourself. Yeah. But. I feel you. you. You know, girls, I'm I'm still working on uh, knocking <laughs> down my walls. You know what I mean? Girls with... It's hard. It, it, yeah, it is. It definitely is. Well, Ashley, I'm super excited. April, we're almost done with Debbie. I know. I mean, right? girls, we're almost done with Debbie. I mean, we're almost done with Debbie. And the thing Ooh. is, like, I was just telling the listener, dude, aren't you... Don't you feel like we kind of missed the bullet there with covid coming at when it did yeah no i i think we talked about this on the last podcast too like i was working on a production that like wasn't able to finish because of this so we're super blessed to be in post-production and being so close to the end yeah just to have a few, few little things to do and we're chipping away as much as we can and you know there's like nothing that post work be done yeah post work right now, is right? like pretty easy for for people because they can isolate yeah and they don't need like a whole lot they don't need a huge team you know so, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Now, final. Now we're just kind of like stuck at home, just waiting and and excited. You know what I mean? Right, and I'm just, I'm just stoked because I mean, you know, people that really know Debbie and the Devil know the sort of minutia of it that it's like three separate sort of things that sort of go together, like a panoramic mm -hmm. as sort of. Uh, 
you know, pretentious as that sounds. Uh, but I'm just stoked. Like, I mean, you know, our sound mixer is like having fun with the last sort of stretch of it. And I'm, yeah. I'm just, we're just really lucky to sort of have it done when, when it did. Like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, so you, seriously. You just have to finish what? The, the score? Yeah. The color? Score and, uh, and color is pretty much like it's there. I mean, I've I've seen it a bunch are, yeah. with Charlie. Like, have you been there. working with uh, Charlie on that? Yeah, I mean, I I spoke with him a couple days ago. Like, he was he had to send something to Noel, the sound guy. And um, yeah, no, no, all of that is great. Debbie is almost done, and I can't wait for the world to see it. And look, I mean, yeah, no, I just can't wait for the world to see it because I think it's a cool movie. I think it's fun. You know? Yeah, no, super excited. We have a lot of things brewing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Final thing. What have you guys been watching in quarantine? And I'll tell you what I've been watching. I mean, I'm still watching Golden Girls almost every night. We watched The Wicker Man the other night. We did, yeah. Oh, original. Did you dig it? And did you see sort of Midsummer sort of vibes? Oh, my God, yeah. Definitely. I didn't realize. I didn't see that connection at first. Yeah. Now I absolutely do. And what was so spot on? What was so weird also was that I've been watching Mad Men, and like that same night that we watched that, I was watching this episode where um, John Draper like goes to his daughter's like little like uh, celebration thing. They're like at the park, and there's like a giant pole in the middle with like ribbons and yeah. kids dancing around it, wearing like flower crowns. Oh, and they're wow. like, oh, it's the Maypole, and we're celebrating this. Um, holiday from 500 years ago something something i was like what the hell like what a weird coincidence <laughs> yeah yeah no that's interesting hey by the way i saw um i've been watching a bunch of godzilla films as i told ashley the last time but uh, um i've also i saw the third uh i saw three from hell uh the third devil's rejects movie or the have you guys seen any of those films wait which one i don't think so you have devil's you seen <laughs> house of a thousand corpses or devil's rejects or no, no. I see. Oh wait, my I see god. That. Devil's Rejects. Is that the Rob Zombie film? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Is it, a tri- is it like a trilogy? Now it's a trilogy. And I have to say, oh. I loved it. Like, I really, really genuinely loved it. Wait, I didn't know about that. I yeah, like, no. Yeah, well, well, what's weird is it came out, like, kind of. It came out in, like, sort of select theaters. In, in a sort of weird way, but it's kind of the new way for certain films like that. Like, I know Kevin Smith released his film like that and stuff like that. And then also, it was on Shudder. And because you guys are my family, I'll, I, if you guys want to see it, I'll share my Shudder uh, login Aww, for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, so anyway, girls. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Anything else you guys have been watching? Or that's been pretty much it, pretty much the noteworthy um, stuff. What have we seen? Honestly, everything's kind of a blur. I don't even know what day it is. Like, every day feels like I know. I randomly Thursday watched evening. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, you saw that? It was, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Return of the Living oh, Dead. Oh, we saw cool. we saw Snowpiercer. Well, I had already seen it, but I oh, yeah, introduced it to my sister, my family. My family was yeah. so fucking good. Wait, wait, yeah. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. Did you see the old the nineteen eighties Return of the Living Dead? That one. Oh, sorry, they got disconnected. Hold on. Hey, Ashley? Hello? Ashley, or April? Can you guys hear me? Sorry, you got disconnected. Wait, Ashley, did you see the the 80s Return of the Living Dead? Yeah. Okay, do you remember this part? It was, it's probably the, the funniest thing I've ever seen 
it's like the funniest line delivery I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. And if you blinked, you probably missed it. But there's a part where, okay. And correct me if this is the same movie. There's a guy that starts working at a morgue-like place, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. He starts, he starts working at a morgue-like place. And we'll sign off after this because I think th I feel good about what we got. We got some good stuff here. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. He He's working at a morgue-like place. And then there's this older guy that's like kind of his boss and is showing him the ropes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you remember a part? Where, do you remember this part where he's like, do you want to go see, see them? And then he's like, see what? And then he goes, the corpses. And then he sticks his tongue out and makes his eyeballs go cross-eyed. I missed the that i like remember hearing that <laughs> 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 okay okay well if you saw it it would have been great but how did you watch it what what uh, device did you see i i think it was on amazon prime oh really oh yeah, yeah. they got a lot I of good stuff too there's a lot of good stuff yeah. i mean i i think the world is going to recover from this and it's going to be a a, a a story in a history chapter book but we're all going to be fine and especially wild seven and nightshade collective is going to be fine right girls yeah renaissance Yes, yeah. it's it's gonna kick off the Wild Seven Renaissance. And, and all the streaming services are gonna be, they're gonna have no content left, you know. So they're gonna need to buy ours. They're gonna be desperate. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. So well, okay, awesome. Well, have fun with your quarantine. Uh, I think I'll call you guys next week to do this again. I mean, this is you know, yeah. this is this is yeah. how it's gonna be. And um, uh, and then I will I will talk to you furthermore about other uh, simping things and stuff like that. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, look into simping after dark it's going to be soon be on spotify and itunes and all that stuff and uh, what what uh, what uh, platforms is it on right now just soundcloud for soundcloud now. okay cool well it's on soundcloud and it's awesome stuff they have they have views that could be construed as controversial Ooh. But, but 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 they are telling the truth and and that's the important thing they're telling their truth i love you girls you guys are the best have fun we miss you awesome miss you guys too i'll talk to you soon later See you. Bye. Later. Bye. Well, that's the good old Wild 7 podcast show. Another day in the COVID-19 uh, reality. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasred at Wild7Studios.com. Email April at April at Wild7Studios.com. And, um, oh, Victoria just texted me, damn. Uh, and then, oh, Sorry, Vic. Uh, and then also stay tuned for Simpin' After Dark. Visit our websites, www.nazaret.com, www.wild7studios.com for all of your Wild 7 Studios need, and also www.nightshadecollective.com. And it's important to shoot a movie, not a person. <laughs>